Well, holy shit, I actually managed to do it. After procrastinating for ages, I finally managed to produce an audiobook version of the Lunatic Fringe book. It's currently available on all Amazon sites, audible.com, and shortly on iTunes. And if you're the page-turning type, it's also, of course, still available in Kindle form, paperback, and uh, hardback on Amazon. Ten hours and ten years worth of Blue Skies Magazine's articles, all available to you right fucking now, including a few author's notes and even an apology or two. Enjoy. Blue skies call. They seduce us, pulling us irresistibly upwards, reminding us to fly our own line, on our wings, and in life. We are the seekers, adventurers, being one with the air, feeling everything and nothing at once. That's the magic we chase. Follow the call. Find your pure wild flight with NZ Aerosports. Of course, I absolutely love the NZ Aerosports business model. I mean, come on. One glance at an Icarus fuck yeah sticker and you know it lines up perfectly with the fucking pilot mentality. But outside their wonderful use of colorful language and a great company vibe, there's a long list of reasons to say NZ Aerosports fuck yeah. NZ Aerosports blows me away right out of the gate as a canopy manufacturer with a bold offer. They give you 10 jumps on your brand new nylon to decide if you want to keep it swap it out, or even return it for a refund. I mean, seriously, how incredible is that? That's like getting halfway through a prom and deciding you prefer the slightly racier date that goes down faster. Seriously, they do that. If you're not madly in love with your new canopy after 10 jumps, they'll let you swap it out for another size or model, or even get your money back. And the range of canopies they've got? Man, they've got a style canopy to fit every jumper and every situation with models you know and trust like the Sapphire 3, the perfect choice for the beginner or intermediate canopy pilot, the Crossfire 3 when you're ready to kick it up that elliptical notch, the JFX 2 if you're looking to up your new swoop game, the Leia as the workhorse and dirt water dirt beast, or the Petra. The Petra cranks out crazy power and is nothing short of a record breaker. But hey, it's not always about speed either. Take the Kraken. Built as a low pack volume canopy specifically with wingsuiting in mind, she gives you all the performance you're looking for with the reliability you need that'll have you itching for that next formation, rodeo, or puffy cloud. So, the equipment is top-of-the-line kick-ass stuff, as you already know, but how about the team? Well, the customer service gang is there to sort you out whenever you need them. Maddie and Beto are always there to help with Jen holding the reins. They're available for you at sales at nzaerosports.com, and they've got a kick-ass live chat tool on the website if you're wanting to hit someone up right away. These are the crew you're going to want to talk to to get those custom orders in. With the stock nylon, once you know what you want, they'll have that shit on a FedEx truck as soon as the credit card machine says approved and get you in the air in no time. For your custom orders, you'll be able to get a time frame for building and shipping when you design it, so get to it. And demos. They've got demos in the U.S. available from their partner Rock Sky Market. The whole U.S. demo fleet is there with Sapphire 3, Crossfire 3, Kraken, JFX2, and Leia canopies in a range of sizes. They also offer student and tandem demos in the U.S. 
Bottom line, every step of the way, NZ Aerosports is there to get you what you need. And I personally couldn't be happier to be teamed up with them here on Lunatic Fringe. And now, time to get started with Lunatic Fringe Into the Void, brought to you proudly by NZ Aerosports. Fuck yeah. Coming straight from the cockpit, it's another episode of Lunatic Fringe with the fucking pilot. All right, all right, everybody. This is Zej Moshadwovsky, and I am back in the can with another episode of the Lunatic Fringe Into the Void. Today with me, I have Tracy Holman from Skydive Chicago. So, Tracy, who the fuck are you and what the fuck do you do? Uh, I'm the event manager at Skydive Chicago. You're the so event I plan, manager I plan, of Chicago. Yeah, I plan all the fun things for all the experienced jumpers and our community here that lives on site and for people all over the world that come on site. All right. Well, that brings us to the topic of today's podcast, which is quite fucking obviously the massive fucking event that just <laughs> took place at Skydive Chicago last ended last week. Um, the 10 most glorious days in the year, as far as I'm fucking concerned. But what was that event? Uh, Summerfest. Woo! Summerfest 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do this little episode right here, here for everybody to recap what is absolutely one of the most insane events in skydiving. Um, we're gonna kind of go through day by day, tell everybody what you missed out on if you weren't there. And if you weren't there, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um <laughs> and then we're gonna kind of like you know figure out, you know, uh, for those of us who were there, we're kind of relive it a little bit. You know, I didn't want to do this the day afterwards because it's so depressing leaving Summerfest, yeah like the day after i leave there is just one of the worst days of the year because like saturday night is the best day of the year for me yep but it's been a week now i think that the post boogie blues are are settling in so all right let's go over uh Summerfest. 10 days are you, do you guys say it's nine days or 10 days uh most people say 10 i mean it's technically nine okay we- some people started to like try to LO on the Friday beforehand and stuff. And we're like, hold on, it's already <laughs> nine days. Like, <laughs> Gotcha. So officially the nine day shit show, amazing yep. thing that everybody is just kind of like adult summer camp for skydivers. Um, exactly. So what were the numbers this year? Let's start off with like the big numbers. So everybody knows just how crazy it was from a statistical yeah. perspective. Well, we had uh, 632 people register and that doesn't include there's usually like a hundred or so extra staff and stuff that comes in that don't you know they're part of the event but they don't officially register anything like that so yeah two like so 750 people or so were here so that was super awesome um we had let's see we did 552 loads which is we did 11,000 over 11,000 jumps Fuck yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a good time. And like 1,400 of those are organizer jumps. So we've got a crap ton of organizers here uh, jumping with everybody. And this does include also we had 21 chops this year. We had quite a few. All the, the wingsuiters, it was getting crazy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, was, I had I, I was on two loads where people chopped. One person that was on one of my jumps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one of which turned into a Friday freak out that was on last Friday's I, I saw yeah. that. I saw yeah. that. We also had a um over what was 1183 smoothies in case anyone's you know <laughs> keeping track of those smoothie numbers. Uh do we have a count on how much fuel you guys went through this year? I know all the uh the Greenpeace types are gonna kill me for for bringing that up. <laughs> um I don't think it's on 
the document that I have. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's somewhere, but. Yeah, that's, that's always a fun stat for me. Think about yeah. how green our sport is not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. How many LOs were there this year? Because that's a huge part of the draw. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we had, uh, I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> 30 free fly and movement LOs. So that's just free fly wow. movement. And then, yeah. So then there's uh, about 20 formation skydiving or like FS or fun jumps kind of. Um, and then about 12 wingsuit, wingsuit LOs. So. Uh, wow, so it's like, in, like yeah, almost so whatever, 75, yeah, yeah. around 75 so, organizers. Just, yep, yeah, yep. that's what usually, yeah, usually I make, yep, I think I think I had to make 72, actually, now I'm remembering, yeah, it was like 72 uh, LO, I, yeah, stuff that I ordered for them. So, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, and this year was also kind of cool because it was, it was a lot of the old school, like, mm -hmm. you know, you still had J-Russ and stuff and, um, a lot of the old, but then this year you guys had a bunch of new LOs who just brought such amazing energy onto it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the really cool things about this event. And especially with the LOs and videographers and photographers that we have is that they're usually kind of like coming up in the industry and they're just like super pumped to be here. And this is a whole new like vibe. Like they work their butts off the entire, like the entire event, um, you know, and they're constantly getting asked to organize people and organize people and stuff. So, so yeah, it's, it is really cool. I think that we had a good combination of experienced people and also new people. And this year, especially in like the free fly area, I think that we had, you know, a lot of people that are just pumped for the world record that we have coming up and everything. So uh, yeah, so it was, it was a good pool this year for sure. Yeah. I was, I was super stoked. Like a couple of my friends who I came up skydiving with, like, I remember when they were still kind of like, you know, getting into like, like Maya Jean, like Maya yeah. is just like, she came on the scene a couple of years back. And, you know, I remember, I remember I talked to her for something else. I think it was for blue skies. And she's like, you know, all super pumped to, you know, I'm going to become a AFFI one day. I'm going to become, I'm going to start getting into canopy. And then like three years later, she's yep. organizing angled groups. Yeah. Yeah. At, she's organizing like, the, ninja, the ninjas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she, like that. That was awesome. Uh, Kate Armstrong, who mm -hmm. I I've known Kate for like six or seven years. Yep. She used to live in the room that I rent nowadays, and I had never jumped with her. Yep. <laughs> and like seven years later, I get to Summerfest. I'm looking at the LO board. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, like, Kate's here this year. And yeah. my my like I come up to her, I'm like, my first jump at Summerfest this year is gonna be with you. Yep. yep. Um. That's that awesome. yeah, that was cool. And then, then again, like you still have the old school, you know um like for me it's always i love to jump with mike delisi yep. the, the the video guys just like, <laughs> like i mean i love yeah. revis you know I, you know i write for team for friday freak so i love andrew yep. yep um but then like even with that like you know like you still have like norman kent coming out you know yep. the old school og yeah and it's yeah. just so cool to see people like newer videographers working with him on the same jump yep and it's just like, oh, it's yeah, it's so it's, much fun. It's, yeah, it's a really cool experience for sure. And I think, you know, and on, on the RW side, we also have like the new rhythm, but we had Steve Lefkowitz also come back. So it's like, you know, we have, yeah, yeah a really good combination of, of skill and talent, both from long time ago and from now. And yeah, it's, it's good. Good, good. And the newest member of the Lefkowitz family was also at, at their first yes, summer fest this year. Yes, he was. Which, of course, congratulations again, guys, on 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 the baby. He was absolutely adorable. I hate kids, but he was really cute. <laughs> she, 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 she yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, this, I'm already drinking, folks. Tracy's yeah. being the responsible one. Um, 
And I'm also brain addled because I just started law school this week, which is still kind of kicking my ass. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so the LOs were absolutely sick. I also want to like give you and Anthony and Ruka shout out in terms of how the LOs were organized this this year in terms of safety. Yeah. Um, You guys were very strict about keeping the group small, uh, Mm -hmm. super anal retentive about spelling out the skill level everyone should be on. Because I know that's the hardest thing for a lot of these LOs coming together to a lot of jumpers they don't know. Yep. It's like, oh yeah, I can, I, I can totally hold up. A, I, I can totally, totally do a head up jump. Like I could totally stay stable and you know, they're corking the second you get out of the plane. Yep. But all the yellows were really good about like really, I was jumping with, uh, with Jamie Miller mm-hmm. and Jamie was just like, we had a newer jumper on. He's like, yep. Um, and I, I, he really interviewed them. He took the time to really get to know like what they were comfortable with, what skill level they were at. And that's something that a lot of boogies don't do as well. Yeah. And this year's Summerfest, in terms of that kind of stuff, I thought it was really, really impressive um, that the the LOs were really taking that seriously. Yeah. And I know it's really hard for them because they do get asked, you know, by 15 people every single load to be on that jump, even though we have so many of them. Like, because when you have 700 people here, like even if you have 70 people, you know, 70 LOs, that's and and not all of them work every single day because they get a day or two off during the nine days, you know, so so if you have 50 LOs and 700 people, like, you know, you can't have a group of 15 every time you go out there. So it's, so I know that that's something that, you know, we intentionally talk to them about and that it, that it is challenging for them because they want to jump with everybody. But, um, but it is important, especially, especially in those beginner groups. And like you said, a boogie, like people don't necessarily evaluate their skills because at their drop zone, they might be super awesome. But then when you come to such a big uh, event, their skills comparatively might not be what they think they are um so yeah so so the LOs do do a really good job of that and yeah this year in particular I think as well you you just said doo-doo I said (laughs) doo-doo hi I'm a (laughs) five-year-old it's the beer and law school together kicking in yeah yeah I'm just reverting like well here's the thing by the end of next week I'm gonna be curled up in like a fetal position yeah yeah. so I'm just getting to that stage yeah this is step one of trauma like you're just (laughs) backwards um okay so yeah the LOs the safety this year was amazing one thing you brought up though yeah these cutaways uh Mm -hmm. like 21 cutaways there was one or two AAD fires I think uh, there was one. Uh, yeah, I think there were two. And, you know, that's like it's on one hand, it's a scary thing to think about those numbers and say that at the mm-hmm. same time, like everybody who had a reserve ride, everybody who had something like that happen, they all landed safely. Yep. There weren't like that was not, you know, a fact like and again, that just goes to the timing of the jumps, the spacing between groups like. That yeah, was and, really, really awesome. And if you think about, you know, the, uh, what did I say? 11,000 jumps or whatever that yeah. we did, like just statistically you're yeah, going to have cutaways. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, we, that's why we have reserve parachutes. I'm glad that those people used them appropriately and everyone landed safely. Yeah. So. No. And I will, and I will also give uh, props to the ground crew, the air Boston mm-hmm. station, because every time like somebody came down, they pretty much knew more or less where to go look. Yep. Um, and then there were a couple of people out there who had drones up to help people out with that. Like, Mm-hmm. I don't did, did anybody not find their 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 main uh I think there's one or two that we had to you know kind of talk to the farmers to get permission you know like our neighbors and stuff yeah, so yeah. that's a shout out to our neighbors to letting us go in their yards <laughs> so many <laughs> times <laughs> but um but yeah so I think there might be one or two that I know there's one that's in a tree that we like um, couldn't necessarily get down but I think everybody else found the rest of their stuff so it's it a pretty good recovery rate yeah which again is just like Matt props to the ground crew because like oh shit there's yeah. a chop let's watch it yeah um 
Yeah, so that was fucking awesome. Yeah. And, you know, in general, the whole ground crew, like, how, how many people do you guys have working this event as, like, staff? Oh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't even know. Because there's a lot of people that also, like, for this event, you know, work for trade or something like that. So they're not technically staff or they don't make money, but they yeah. get, like, campground rent, you know, or so- something along those lines. So there's so many people in the community that step up. Like, it's it's at least 100 because, I mean, by the time we do all the registration and then regular manifest and then outside manifest and then, like you said, grounds crew. Um, yeah. And if you count Regi- the elements regist- or not. And the, registration. Registration. Up, yeah. Uh, the, what's yeah. The, eat I, up. I, yeah. The bar. Yeah. Like, shout out to mm-hmm. Alan. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, but, and then the new gear store this year. I forgot the name of it. Gold State Gear. Gold State Gear. Those guys were yeah, absolutely awesome. Well. Yeah, yeah, they, they crushed, crushed it. Yeah, they crushed it. And they're um, out there like jumping and hanging out too. So that's been, it's been really fun combination of like, they have all their stuff. They know their gear. Like they know what's going on and they're just really well stocked. They did. I mean, did you see those jerseys? Those jerseys? Oh, are- yeah. Like, uh, the, the, those, I mean, between them and just like the, the, the fact that they were using Option, which I, I've, yeah. I'd never worn one of those jerseys before this event. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, this is the most comfortable jersey I've ever had. Yeah, um, we were like, we're not going to create a jersey, but if you guys want to, like, please go for it. And like, yeah, yeah. and they're they're everyone was wearing them. They're super awesome. Yeah, those are the same jerseys that we got for team for the for the new our fly fast one. All, all of them now. Like, yep. Wow, those things are amazing. Like, yeah, really. Yeah, they're really nice. I like the little rubber like yeah around the bottom. Yeah, the like little like rubberized like yeah. Edge, as so a free flyer, like, it helps it not like fly up or anything no. like that. Yeah. A little pocket so you can put a little cup, little pull up yep. cord in there. Like, <laughs> yeah. or if you're drinking in your jersey, you can put your credit card in there so you, <laughs> yeah. you don't leave yeah. it at the bar and have J Russ yell at you the next morning for not closing out your account. Yeah, not that that ever happens to me. <laughs> Never. You know what? This is a good year. I, I don't. I think I closed out my tab every day except for once. But then mm-hmm. I also lost my credit card walking back to my tent one night. Oh no. <laughs> Um, she just left it for safekeeping. Uh, right? But, but then J-Russ gives me shit the next day. He's like, yeah. Amy, you left your car to the... Like, oh, I know. Yeah. It's and just a lot out better, again like... to, Shout out again to J-Russ. I don't know. He double duties, like, LOing all day and bartending all night. Like, yeah. insane. I, I, and like... even, and like, Kyle Brady. Like, there are so many people that, yeah, they're, or all the MCs that I had. Like, they're double duty all day long and they love it. Like, it's great. I said yes. duty again, just for you. you... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you brought up the MC. So obviously the skydiving was amazing. The LOs are amazing. All the shit happening in the air was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's only part of Summerfest. And to a lot of people, that's the smaller part of Summerfest. <laughs> um, the big part for a lot of people is the nightlife, the social gatherings, getting to see all your friends from fucking across the world yeah. for, for like one week a year. And that's I mean, what this we, year, this year, man, like Canada showed up, like Australia showed up. We had so many, it, it was really nice to see. Cause like last year we still couldn't yeah. really a lot of the foreigners. So yeah, it was really, really nice to get everybody this year. Yeah, the Kiwis them. showed up in fucking numbers, yeah. um, which honestly, one of the, like, the greatest surprises that I saw this, this week, probably in my top five, cause there was a lot of shit that surprised me that people I didn't expect to see, mm-hmm. but I think number two has to be when NZ Aerosports showed up. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm walking. To, I had just finished jumping, and I think it was it was on Saturday. I think, mm-hmm. and I just finished jumping, and I'm walking over to the pond. And I'm done jumping for the bogey, so I'm ready to start. You know, having a good night. Pond party, yeah. And I see an NZ Aerosports sign in front of a grill, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "Fuck yeah, man! Somebody's represent NZ Aerosports. NZ Aerosports <laughs> in the house." <laughs> and sure as shit, Lucy, 
Yeah. Lucy fucking turns around and like, I haven't seen her, I think since P like the two PIAs ago, maybe. Right. And like, I fucking love that girl. And I was just like shouting it out because I thought somebody had brought the flag, but no, it yeah. was actually NZ Aerosports <laughs> with yeah. a speaker, a boombox, a DJ set, grilling fucking bratwurst for everybody. Yeah. And just bringing the party. Um, <laughs> and it was just like, it was so like in line with their attitude as a company. I loved it so much. But like, yeah, the Kiwis showed up this year because, you know, the Kiwis and the Aussies, they couldn't show up last, last year because the, yep. the travel restrictions. Yep, yep. Um, Okay, but yeah, so the nightlife, obviously, because yes. I'm already like super excited about this. <laughs> um, so let's go night by night. Um, so Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night is kind of when we officially get started, even though a lot of people show up on Friday. But uh, Friday's kind of like the calm before the storm. And uh, yeah, Saturday we do LO introductions. And this year we had the Go Loud band come from yes. Canada. And they they crushed it. Like, in general, we kind of try to... Uh, we try to do more activity stuff compared to like shows. So that way we get a lot of engagement, but man, every, I got so many compliments, like everybody yeah. loved the music. They did a really good job combining uh, like their skydiver songs, which yep. are hilarious um, with songs that everybody knows that would get them up singing or dancing. So it was like, I mean, and by the end of the night, honestly, we we're kind of like mosh, like mosh pit. Yeah. Like everyone yeah. was up dancing involved. Like it was, yeah, it was super yeah, great. I, at one point I went Facebook live. Like it blew my mind. Cause like, I had no idea who they were. Yep. Uh, like I shout out to little Canada or the, the, the knuckleheads as I call them. Cause they kind of yeah. adopted me this boogie. Yeah. And there were so many of them. It was like yep. amazing to be part of that family. Yeah. But all of them were talking about this band. Go, by the way, if, if you're listening in, go check out the go loud band on Facebook, on YouTube. Yep. Um, their song, they have songs about like front risers, the, yeah, tandem, front, being a tandem instructor, like, um, <laughs> just talking shit about people who think they're a fucking sky guy. Yeah. 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 Like, it's just some funny fucking shit and it's, but they're talented and they're good. Yeah. It's yeah, good. Like, it's not, yeah. I was walking by as they got started and they did it. And I've told this story to them. So they're going to be like, God, he's talking about this again, but <laughs> I had just seen the interrupters in concert like mm -hmm. two weeks earlier and their song. She's kerosene is one of my favorite like songs that I've been listening to recently. And they start fucking covering it. Yeah, and I'm like, just like, I run up and I'm like the, 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 the 13 year old ska kid. Yeah. A hardcore punk rock ska fan just like comes out. And I'm just like skanking around on like, the front of the stage, <laughs> dancing like an yeah. idiot. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is amazing. But then they start really kicking in. And like all of a sudden, there's a huge fucking mosh pit going. Yeah. Like, and that, and again, that was the first night. The first, yeah, exactly. The first night. Yeah. So I think Go Loud Band, they definitely set the tone really mm -hmm. fucking well. And, mm -hmm. and I also really love the Skydive community because by the next day, the whole packing area was just covered in their band t-shirts. Yep. Yep. Oh like, yeah. I forgot about that. Everywhere I saw just like a go loud band shirt. And I really, they're also just cool shirts. They have like, uh, for those who didn't see them, they're like three little, uh, uh, closing pins. Closing, yeah. Closing pins, closing pins. And on the back is just like a single line from every single one of their songs. And it's whatever, whatever line is making fun of that particular group of jumpers. But <laughs> um all right so yeah that was monday fucking awesome times and yep. uh so tuesday uh tuesday was the sh shipper sink shipper sink so shipper it was like sink, a, yep. yeah so like two years ago we er, we tried to do the uh like basically build build your own boat competition but this year we like revamped it and changed the rules and everything which was super hilarious so then everybody had to build a boat and like basically put their put a person from their team in the boat but they had to 
just a shit ton of cardboard to like make stuff out of cardboard and duct tape. And then they had to go like bring their person who's sitting in the boat, like to the Island and put this person like on the Island, but they weren't allowed to touch the person. But anyways, as soon as everybody got in the water, everybody's boat immediately. Yeah. Sank. <laughs> <It was just> like... <laughs> also for, for people who are not familiar with Scott of Chicago, um, because it, we we have listeners from all across the world. So Scott of Chicago, one of the most amazing features of the drop zone is that in the middle of the camping area, right by the little tiki bar that they have, mm-hmm. there is a massive, like, I don't want to say it's a pond. It's more like a yeah. small man-made lake. Yeah. That is super clean water. There's like, we saw like, you know, three foot fish in there. Oh, um, yeah. You guys treat the hell out of it. Make sure yep. it's super safe and sanitary. Yep. But this thing is like so deep that you can jump in head first and never hit the bottom. Yep. And it was um, a blind that you can freaking do cannonballs or whatever. Yeah. That do the, of and yeah. Yeah. So that's one of the huge things about after you've been packing in 92 degree weather all goddamn day, mm-hmm. sweating your face off. As soon yep. as you're done, you can just go and hop into this amazingly beautiful, clean, cold water. Yep. Um, so that's one of the huge things that I absolutely love about, about Scott of Chicago. But when Tracy's talking about the, this, uh, these races there's a little pontoon island in the middle of the lake yeah so that's what they were trying to get over to yeah yeah so they're just yeah so we just had like this massive mountain of cardboard that everybody had to mad dash to like get the pieces they wanted and put together their their boat and yeah uh it was pretty funny yeah my friend Beth was very upset because she got disqualified. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, because one of the rules was like not to touch, and all I saw were like four hands, like yeah. her ass up on the up on the island, and I was like, uh. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a fun event. Like it, yeah. it, was, it was a blast just seeing like the goofy ass contraptions and like boats that people For were sure. tossing around. Like, and everybody in the crowd's like, "Is that you're building that?" I think Richo, yeah. like Richo Butts, like his group. They were cutting out shark fins and duct taking shark shark fins to their to their back while they were swimming and like made like flippers out of cardboard that they were putting on their feet. So wow. yeah. Some, All right, so, some, some more creative than others. Yeah. All right. So that was that was that was, no, that was Sunday. Mm-hmm. Then Monday. Monday was sip and paint. Sip and paint. Yeah. So obviously classic. one of my favorite events. Yeah, for sure. Classic, like um it's actually we had quite a few new events this year so it was one of the few kind of um you know bringing back from last year but it is one of people's favorites and like everyone signs up for it right away it fills up but we have yeah multiple teams of of five or so people um come and they have to have wine in one hand and a paintbrush in the other hand or sometimes in their foot or sometimes in their mouth (laughs) or wherever wherever the mcs tell them that that needs to be uh and they're painting yeah super awesome uh, to our lovely models like Zed, <laughs> putting on a sweet costume, provide us, you know, something to paint. But uh, yeah, that's always super fun. And then our yeah. MCs make up weird rules. Yeah, I, they were really nice. Though. I think this this was my third year as the model. Um, well, I feel like no- so. Well, it's because this year it was it was uh, who was it? Oh, yeah, it was Graham and, and Selwyn and like. Yeah. Graham would like give him a rule and then someone would after, immediately afterwards be like well you can do that if you want to yeah so I remember like <laughs> last year one of the things like they had to do it completely blindfolded oh yeah yeah or like they had they to did, use like the... take off an item of their clothes and blindfold the person yeah, yeah that was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was totally one of them from last year but it was super fun and then yeah the, the other model also from throwback from last year was Liz mm-hmm. Liz yeah um, you guys crushed it 
Well, you know, this year was also just awesome because like we knew we were doing it in advance. So like mm-hmm. both of us like planned out like ridiculous costumes. costumes. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. I think she borrowed Raymond Adams's like fuzzy top hat yep. at the last second yeah. as well. And like I had- And, and I, you I, made sure not to stick out your tongue this time. It was- <laughs> Oh God, yeah. So so for those who weren't there last year, last year I was this skull riding a dragon and I had a full skeleton outfit. I decided to stick out my tongue at the start of this 30 minute event, not thinking about the fact that if I stuck my tongue out at the beginning, I'd hold it for 30 minutes. But by the end of it, the, the mask I was wearing, the, the white teeth on the skull were turning red from the bottom of my tongue bleeding. And I couldn't talk properly for three weeks. So this year I definitely did not stick my tongue out. Instead, I did something just as stupid. I held up my beer and a salute to the crowd. And I had to hold my beer up for 30 minutes. Uh, uh, you know it's fun next year Uh, you're gonna be sitting on a couch (laughs) (laughs) yeah but uh, again one of my favorite events uh everybody gets so into it and it's just you know it's it's a blast it's it's so simple and it's but it's wholesome good fun that we managed to completely turn into debauchery and (laughs) and, you know (laughs) unwholesome (laughs) oh yeah yeah um and also shout you know while we were talking about uh organizers i forgot to give a shout out to to liz yeah but she was organizing all the costume jumps this year yeah um all the crazy themes that she had for every day and it, one thing that I, uh, she did really well she kept she found local organizers, maybe not the lo's but somebody in each group to keep it safe and keep mm-hmm. it small keep skill levels together um so like you know the or the the those jumps can be a little sketch at times and this year i think that her being in control of it did a great job so shout out to liz um yeah. All right, so that's Monday, and then Tuesday was Wheel of Freefall. Wheel of Freefall. Yeah, which was super awesome. It was the first year we did this, and Norge, you know, shout out to Norge and his team, like, crushed it. Like, the wheel was so good. It sounded like the Wheel of Fortune wheel. Like, it's, yeah. That thing was a fucking work of art. Like, it was spot the fuck on. Yeah, and it spun so well. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, Um, and obviously me and- And I I got to fulfill one of my lifelong dreams of being Vanna White. So, and, yeah. Okay, you look stunning, by the way. <laughs> like, my jaw dropped when I saw you walk out. Um, <laughs> my jaw also dropped when a certain somebody who is up trying to solve the puzzle couldn't figure out. Um, and, and this individual was wearing a Skydive Chicago t-shirt. And he did not know J. Russ's actual name. Yeah. Uh, who was that individual again? It was it was Roy. It was Roy. Yeah, it was Roy. Um, and you just—it was so much fun because watching the crowd and watching them be like—they were just, so mad. Everybody. Oh, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. It was good. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a couple times where the answer was so obvious to the whole crowd. Yeah, the person who was up there was just like, huh. Yeah, there's like there's literally one letter missing, and yeah. like three it went through like three of the contestants, and like they didn't get it with one letter missing. We're like, or or like when they just used the letter and they guessed the same letter again. Yep. Or when they like didn't understand what a vowel was, and it was always <laughs> and it was always super random. I was like, they would guess like C first, or yeah. like or like someone guessed a Q. Do you remember that? There was yeah. Been, someone guessed a Q. We're like. Like of all the letters, yeah, you chose the most rare letter in the like whole the, fucking alphabet. Yeah, 
that was a really fun one and yeah norwich a, killed it yeah for, it's sure, for sure and it got a lot more like audience participation like the audience was getting so into it like yeah. yelling suggestions to people and stuff yeah it was super fun yeah, shout out to to my co-host on that one for uh, to, to Richo because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he is one funny motherfucker too. Yeah, he is. Like, <laughs> I mean, dude, dude, like I just had the back and forth with him was so much fun, but like I was really having a hard time keeping a straight face at times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was a new event this year. I, you, you guys got to keep that board because that was yeah. just oh yeah beautiful. for sure that one that one's happening again. Uh, all right, so that was Tuesday. Tuesday, yep. We moved on to Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday was Mixology Challenge. So it was another new one. It was kind of based off of uh, the TV show Top Chef, where you have like a for, for drinks. So we had mixologists. So we had bartenders basically come up who signed up. And uh, then they were given one secret ingredient or one special ingredient that they only found out at the very beginning of the round. And then they had five minutes to make a drink like but they had to use and like feature that ingredient. So and then there was another panel of judges and they got to taste them all and kind of decide which one was the best. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in y'all though. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> what did we miss? This is Skydive Chicago, and one of the secret ingredients was a malort. We that was originally <laughs> was originally on the ingredient list, but then I was told Alan didn't have any, so I either had to go get some from Herman's house or I just found another ingredient. So yeah, Dubansky yeah. wasn't it, there. That, yet. that literally was number one on the list, and okay. then I had to I had to pivot at the last minute, but. Yeah, for those who are not familiar with it, Malort is this delicious aperitif that was made exclusively in Chicago. It is like he's a, he's the, a liar. Well, <laughs> if if you've never been to Scott of Chicago, it's one of those things. Unless <laughs> unless you don't drink, if you drink, it is one of those things that Jeremy Dubansky will make sure you taste at some point at your first boogie at your you first summer fest. It. Yeah, you should taste it for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a rite of passage to summer fest. Yeah, not pressuring people to drink, but if you happen to imbibe absolutely your first summer fest <laughs> if you've never been try some malort yeah <laughs> it was funny because like i when jeremy Dubansky showed up i didn't know he was there mm-hmm. i'm on the pond in a raft and i just see a bottle of malort floating its way over to me <laughs> and i'm like what the oh fuck? my gosh that's I'm amazing just, i'm just like Dubansky has to be here somewhere and he just pops yeah. out of the water i'm like yep. oh, of course oh my gosh that's amazing all right um okay so moving on next we had the ice thursday Challenge? yeah thursday was ice age yeah yeah so that was uh oh that yeah it was basically based on the frozen like a frozen t-shirt contest where you have to unfreeze a um yeah a frozen t-shirt and be the first person to put it on except for we did entire ridiculous outfits um but they then you had your teammate was also playing cornhole to win level ups so basically to win like a cup of hot water or something to help um your other partner unfreeze the items so um yeah it it was interesting we thought people were going to break the stage with their you know they were they were pounding their their giant blocks of clothing on the stage to try and help break it up and uh yeah but it was definitely entertaining how long did you guys freeze those things they were um they were in there for for maybe like four days or something so they're they're solidly frozen the, the, the rumor was that you guys put them in at last summer fest Oh yeah, that's that's I mean, that's, a, that's what Doug announced. That's yeah. what Doug told everybody was the case. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I mean they were they were definitely solidly solidly frozen. Yeah. But it was really entertaining. The fun part was walking around Walmart to pick all of the sub two dollar items, you know, like the, <laughs> the super super sale items. Um, I definitely saw someone wa- wa- walking around with a thong the next day that 
came from that, <laughs> like came from the packages of clothing items. So yeah, it's good. Nice. All right. And that brings us to Friday. Friday. Yeah. We had the magic show. Yep. Kyle, Kyle Brady is one of our organizers here and uh, yeah, he is good at magic. That's um, an understatement. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And this, that's it. This isn't like a kid show magic. This is like, you could be standing directly there and ask them to do the same thing 50 times and they can do it. And you have no idea what happened. You can yeah. like film it in slow-mo and you still have no idea. You have no idea how they did it. So yeah, it's, it's a weird one. It's like a lot of people, at, and this happens every year that the magic show has been there at this beginning. People are like there's a magic show. Yeah. And yeah. those same exact people mm-hmm. are the ones standing there with their jaw drops. For sure. Like I know, I know what's coming and I still stand there with my jaw drops. Yeah. <laughs> like kyle called me out as like like as his like you know like hey zedge come here pick a card right um and i was like fuck i'm like and i (laughs) i knew that i'm gonna just i'm gonna be the slack jawed yokel yep standing there like how the fuck did he do that yeah of course it's exactly what happened yep well and they freaking call you know pull rook on stage at the beginning and like yeah this year he was holding a rubik's cube an unfinished Rubik's cube behind his back. And it was like listing the magician. And then magician tells him to put the Rubik's cube forward. And he freaking has like the completed Rubik's cube, which Rook has no idea how to do it. It was behind his back. <laughs> you know, he's like, uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It, that's pretty. So we, so we actually had four, four magicians this year. Last year we had three. So we had four different stations that people could go around to and like talk to the magicians and watch their show and stuff like that. So it was, that's one of my favorite nights. Yeah. But, which then brings us to the big night. Yeah. So yeah, Saturday night, the big night. Um, God, there's there's so much that happens on Saturday nights. Like <laughs> yeah. we need to. So <laughs> first, yeah. So first, the fireworks. Well, first was the paramotor show. Oh, the first, the para. God, yeah, the yeah. paramotors and the Scott. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Just take it away, Tracy. Because. <laughs> Yeah, at first, uh, I mean, we had a sick day of jumping, but then towards the end of that. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, then we had a paramotor show. So I think we had three paramotor guys. And so Saturday night is also honestly a night off for me, which is fantastic. Rook does all the planning of it and everything. Like, I don't know what's happening until it's happening. So uh but yeah we had three paramotor guys they were came last year for the first time and it was just they were super super cool because they get to fly around they put up these big inflatable pillars that are like light up and it's perfect kind of sunset situation um they even have like they they have um uh i'm blanking out the like like fireworks or not fireworks what is it they have the fire like those flares up there flares yeah um pyro that's the word yeah. thing of. yeah they have pyro like on their you know feet or whatever and they're flying around like super close to each other cl- close to the crowd they go right on the um the taxiway area like everybody's sitting directly behind or next to the taxiway and they like come by the taxiway with like these metal things on their shoes so they scrape the ground and just have sparks flying everywhere and it, yeah it just looks super sweet this year we also had a uh a, a guy come, it was one of Rook's buddies who flies drones professionally. And uh, so he was also with his little drone following these paramotor guys and got like some really, really sweet footage and stuff too. But uh, yeah, so that's what started was the paramotor, paramotor people. And then after that, a load went up um, with some like wingsuiter XRW doing a lot of pyrotechnics, like night jump with LED lights and everything like that. So they all, you know, were basically streaming across the sky, like, comets like when everyone was sitting there and then they landed and that was cool 
Uh, yeah, and then stuff exploded. <laughs> was it were the fireworks next, or was the or was the stunt first? I feel like the stunt was first, and then the fireworks. It was definitely yeah. It was the stunt first, I think. Was it? Uh, yeah, no, it had to be. Pretty sure, yeah, it was the stunt first. Yeah, it was the stunt first. So. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah so- we're all like waiting like this motorcycle just comes out sits in like the middle of the of the runway and is like staring at us and everybody's looking for the jump like where's the jump like there's nothing for him to jump off of and like we're all kind of sitting there like waiting and this motorcycle's just staring at us and we're like well it's not like a trick bike like it's like a heavy harley you know or like, yeah. like- <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's this huge like boom and like you just feel this heat wave like come across the whole yeah line. like that that was like i like i have a bunch of army buddies who all, whenever they're deployed you know i didn't get to do this because i was in, in africa not in afghanistan or iraq but like they always have these like ridiculous photos of them setting off a ton of demo mm-hmm. with this massive fireball behind them yep let's get that perfect shot yeah and this was bigger than most of those like military demo explode pyros that it yeah. was absolutely nuts yeah it was like just... <laughs> and we're like oh my gosh he's on fire yeah <laughs> And it's like, oh my god, did it go wrong? Like, yeah, yeah, that's like, everybody's like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah. So, so, you know, for those again who those are unfamiliar Summerfest, this happens every year. They they do some kind of a crazy stunt. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like Tracy was saying, in previous years, it was like you know trying to jump a car off a crazy ramp, or uh, was it last year with the? No, it was. 2019 with a bus with a bus right they just put up put up a bus, bus vertically and nobody really knew what the hell they were doing this bus but there's a ramp and it's like is this car gonna go over it and yeah. then, but there's no landing ramp they everybody's so confused and no the stunt was the fact that the car knocked a bus over, over. yeah for off sure. the ramp and it's like but this one is like there's no ramp yeah we're like what is he gonna do what What's the hell is happen? happening right yeah. now yeah um, and then, of course, he just like casually rides by all the spectators. Yeah, on fire. On fire. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, like, okay, the, the also for context, there is a fire department, an ambulance, um, the local. Yeah, everybody's yeah. there. Yeah, case. the local fire department comes out. And we uh, obviously we thank them for their support with us every year. Mm-hmm. Um, they threw a barbecue on on Saturday during the day while we're jumping. Yep. So we, we they do a fundraiser and. We appreciate the hell out of them coming out and, and you know let, letting this all be feasible. Yeah. Um, but what what caught my head, I'm like, wait, they're not moving, their lights yeah. and sirens aren't on. I'm like, okay, this was planned. This yeah. wasn't an accident. <laughs> we can celebrate. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it that's what it took me. And then you know, uh, I will say like Raymond Adams got a great photo of it of like mm-hmm. the explosion going off. Uh yeah. Andrew Revez got a great one. Got and a great one, yeah. I also loved Andrew. I see him all of a sudden just take off like a bat out of hell chasing the dude because yeah, he wanted to get the aftermath photos. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. sure. There's such good, yeah, there's such good footage of it. I feel yeah. like a lot of the videographers and photographers this year too are also, one, they got a little bit of a briefing, which they don't necessarily always get. So they had a little bit of better idea of like where to stand and where to be. And a, like so many of them are experienced and have been here. So they're like, we know something cool is going to happen yeah. and I should be here. Like, <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah well, we got some sweet media from it. Yeah, I was hanging out with the Canada girl, one, and one of the jumpers who was her, her first time, she's like, where am I supposed to be? Like, just watch the cameras. Wherever yep. you see, like, Goller and Andrew mm-hmm. pointing mm-hmm. their cameras, mm-hmm. point, just look in the same yeah. general direction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and then we had the fireworks show. Yeah, and then the fireworks show, man, and even those fireworks, like, they were coming off the roof. Like, there were people, you know, standing on the back deck, and, like, there's fireworks going off, like, 
15 feet above their head like yeah, yeah it, was, it was a really really good show like some of the closest fireworks that you get to see you know you're just sitting right as it's going off directly above you and coming from multiple directions there's like 3d there's like 360 yeah. fireworks <laughs> i mean it's and for people who haven't been there like when we talk about this fireworks show this is a larger fireworks show than probably any town in america does for fourth of july <laughs> Like major cities, like yeah, yeah, New York, Chicago, Atlanta, DC. Yeah, sure. They they the major cities are, get bigger than this, but there's no small town in America that does as big of a fireworks show for their Fourth of July. Yeah, it is. How long did it go? Do you know? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's serious fireworks going on for what feels like 15 to 20 minutes or so yeah. like and there's so many times you're like that was the grand finale and then it yeah. keeps going you're like no that was the grand finale like there's so many grand moments that you're like yeah, <laughs> yeah cause I, I was doing a the little photo shoot with with chris goller because he mm -hmm. like he loves getting these shots of the fireworks going off like right behind models yeah um and i was over there with him and like 10 minutes into it he's like okay is that wrapping up okay everybody just get on the stage let's get some, like a couple like final group shots yeah and then the whole thing kept going for another 10 and then, minutes. Yeah, yeah for another 10 minutes yeah exactly um yeah great. so the fireworks finish up and then the dj sets start yeah the party the yeah well also did, did, who made the stages here because if you guys haven't seen the photos yet the stage this year had this ridiculously gorgeous so the theme also we didn't even talk about that yeah the, rocket yeah yeah the theme this year was repopulating mars yep and it was this massive rocket with the dj booth like probably 10 feet above in the yeah in the rocket like 10 feet above the actual stage on top of the stage like yep. and so the dj is just looking down from this rocket yeah which is also just funny that we keep saying rocket because that's rook's kids that's name. Because, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, it was yeah. So Rook gets up there, and for those who don't know it, Rook is a sick DJ. Rook is an absolutely incredibly talented skydiver, pilot, human memo. Another one of his random ass skills is he is a sick ass DJ. Yeah. Um, his little parties during COVID on on during the weekends like kept me going through a yeah. very rough period in my life, and seeing him on stage spinning is always just like so heartwarming to me. It's like the best moment of the best night of the best week of my year. Yeah, he did a little, he did a learn to DJ like thing for us at the beginning of this year. It was pretty oh, sweet. That's yeah, awesome. Um, and, but yeah, yep. and then, uh, and then Fiddle the, Rock. And the then number one yeah. surprise of the year for me yeah, this year. Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, and AJ freaking just get up on stage out of nowhere, like totally crushed it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean Casey kills it every year. Yeah, for sure. But see, like I, I was like all the way um, past the tiki bar, like chilling in the grass, just like cooling yeah. down from having dancing. Yeah. And I'm just like, is is that Casey? Wait a second. Oh my god, it's Casey. Yeah. And I, like yeah. I and I and I, if the people who are standing in the crowd in front of tiki are listening to this, and I and you're one of the people that I pretty much shove past like a complete <laughs> fucking asshole. I apologize. I was being a complete fucking asshole, but I was just so stupid excited because I mean, for like I think the last four, maybe five Summerfests, I have spun fire with that beautiful, insanely talented woman. Yeah. And. I I didn't know what was happening this year. And like I see AJ up there. Yeah. And I just I run up and he looks at me and I just give him the biggest middle finger ever. <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Yep. And he's like, dude, 
your family and you're part of the Fiddle Rock family, but literally, literally the only people that knew were me, Rook, and Casey. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I get it, but you son of a bitch. But you did tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah and of course she killed it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And so again, explaining for people who don't context, Fiddle Rock, uh, Casey McGrath is this insanely talented violinist and she does remat- like remixes on the violin of anything from Beastie Boys to ACDC, Metallica to Eminem. Yeah. And she is just insanely skilled at what she does. So um, it was a it was a, a, a mainstay of Summerfest for a lot of years. And this was the first year in a while where it wasn't going to be an event. And yep. she just shows up and everybody goes nuts. Yeah. And her and Rook, I mean, together, like that was. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. Like it was it was good. Um. And then, you know, normally Rook's the, the the headline DJ, but this year he was the opener. Yeah. And yep. Andrew fucking Hermitet, the uh, the one-man boogie, OMB, <laughs> got up there. And, I mean, he, he got up there at, like, 1 a.m., I think. Yeah, I think so. And I think he went to, like, 3 or 4. Yeah, I think it was 3, yeah, because 4, it started to maybe slow down a little bit. But, again, and, and, and what blows my mind about Andrew, like, again, sick DJ, Gets everybody pumping. At one point, um, at one point, like I was on somebody else's shoulders. Like the stage <laughs> yeah. is filled. I'm like, I'm scared. like, it, it was it was Nathan. It was it was Nathan from from Midwest. Oh yeah. And oh, like yeah. Nathan is like a six foot he's one tall. dude. Yeah, I'm he's... a six foot one dude. <laughs> yeah. And I'm standing like I'm sitting on his shoulders, that. and I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm like literally almost eye to eye with yeah. Andrew on stage right now. Yeah. Was it we had and yeah and we had some dancing like some blocks or whatever for people to dance on and stuff yep. so it was cool we had platforms that's the word I'm yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah that i mean the dj sets there are just it's a, this, the energy that like if you if yeah. you haven't seen ryan patrick's uh end of boogie compilation video it's 15 minutes it's that 12. shows yeah e- so good so it's good. so good but if you see the party we're talking about, I've shown some of my classmates about like, you know, what I was doing the day before law school. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this is like 600 of my best friends in the world come from across the world every year. And this is the culmination of it. Yeah. And it's I just brought- nothing but smiles and happiness. Like, yep. I brought, I brought my sister who's a woofo. And yeah, I think she was a little bit like, all right, this is happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she was definitely into it. Had a good time. Yeah, I mean, every, and it's the same thing every year. Everybody who's their first year at Summerfest, they walk away and, and on, on Sunday morning, like, well, I'm never missing Summerfest again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just happened. My brain is exploding. Yeah, yeah it's a good time for sure. Um, and then, you know, I mean, I saw the sun come up because that's my tradition. Yep. Which probably not the smartest thing to do the day before you start school, but it was yeah, worth it. Yeah, you know. Um, it was just orientation, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Monday's but, uh, always a little bit like, whew. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll, um, we actually have a, yeah, we have a debrief meeting, like, first thing on Monday morning. So everyone's like, oh, you get to rest now, right? And I was like, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, I, I did want to ask one question about Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday was a shit weather day, I believe, right? Because I, uh, yeah. I know my tent got flooded. Mm-hmm. Um, did anybody actually jump on Sunday? uh i don't remember for sure okay. there might have been like i feel like there might have been a, oh no nope it didn't because by like 3 p.m everything was closed awesome yeah so that means that we really did close down Summerfest on yep. saturday night yep for sure fuck yeah fuck yeah. yeah yeah god 
Oh, you know what? I got and over the, the post- one day, like no one's upset if there's no job. Yeah. Everyone's kind of like, all right, cool. I get to sleep in or yes. go to bed for one. <laughs> yeah. Or like the LOs who are like banking on like, it's going to be shit weather. It's going to be shit yep. weather. I can stay up a little yep. longer. I can stay a little longer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not going to throw anybody under the, under the bus with names. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, oh God. Yeah. It's just, like, you know, it's like 600 of your best friends in the fucking world and literally the world coming yep. together for a fucking week-long event that one night where it's just like and you know there was no drama this year like in previous years there's always been like one or two idiots who just get yeah. too drunk or like it was so happy so positive yeah, yeah so true. fucking upbeat like it is like the epitome of what this community is supposed to be about like and again like for those who who don't who especially newer jumpers listen to the podcast like the the talent that's hanging out at this event is some of the top skydivers. There's like world record holders are behind the bar on the DJ booth and dancing next to you. It, yep. If you're new to sport, it's kind of like, yeah. you know, you go to a party dancing or basketball. Or painting next to you. Or yeah. Like, yeah. They're participating. Like they're in it. Like there's just people I look up to in the, in the sport so fucking highly and they're just being right there next to me with a huge shit eating grin on their fucking face having a goddamn blast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But all right. Um, so yeah, that was fucking Summerfest. If you weren't there, what the fuck was wrong with you this year, man? <laughs> um, and if you're not already thinking about going the next year, then again, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, so wrap up, wrap it up. Any last thoughts on Summerfest? Anything you want to throw out there? Obviously, again, thank you to all of Scott of Chicago that puts it on. Tracy is the manager. Uh your boy Josh for doing a lot of the, the advertising marketing stuff, getting everybody out there, all yeah. the grounds crew, everybody who volunteered to drive people, the all the people working, the fuelers, the loaders, my girl Krista, my marathon buddy, um, Rook and Heidi, of course. Yeah. Um, the bartenders, the, eat the up, bartenders, everybody. Uh, yep, Gold State, all the, um, we didn't even talk about all the companies that came out. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, and yeah, all, all the demos that were there. Yeah. All the... It. It was, that was another thing that was super nice about this year. Like we finally had, we had a super full vendor row, whereas, yeah. like, you know, last couple of years, they haven't been doing their boogie tour because they're either short staffed or like there weren't any boogies to tour. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, we had a lot of vendors this year and it was super Yeah, I mean, pretty, I think that almost every major company in the sport was represented this year. Yeah, yeah, I think um, so. There were like yeah, so that... few who weren't able to make it at the last minute because of sickness or whatever. But, um, but yeah, it was pretty much, it was a lot of, yeah, it was pretty much all the big ones. But yeah, thank you to everybody who makes this fucking event happen. Um, pilots, the pilots. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that was <laughs> that was one of my top five surprises. Like Casey was number one. Mm-hmm. Um, my buddy Harrison jumping out of me while I was going for a run after I had been told that he wasn't coming. Um, Larry Liebler being one of the pilots this year. My boy Hippie uh, mm-hmm. from Scott Ave Orange, who used to live here in the city with me. Like again, I I could just gush about how fucking amazing this event was and keep going and going, but like. It's just great because people you haven't seen in fucking years, especially after COVID, mm-hmm. just come back together. I'm so mm-hmm. fucking happy and positive, man. Yeah. Um, all right. So what is the next SDC? Because I know everybody thinks that, okay, Summerfest is done. Scott of Chicago is done for the year <laughs> and we'll see them next July. But I saw a fucking photo earlier today on Facebook of like, I don't know, it must be like 30 bottles of fucking oxygen. So what's that shit about? Yep. 
Yeah, this is uh this year. This is like Summerfest was like the first. Summerfest was like the first big event this year. So, uh, yeah, this weekend we are starting 100 ways and the vertical world record, tri- or uh, not tryouts now attempts. Woohoo! We made it. So warm up jump start this weekend. Uh, actual record attempts start on Monday, and then yeah, Doug is running one of his fantastic 100 ways for FS at the same time because he figured you know we have the planes here, we might as well. Um, so yeah. that's what all the oxygen is for us. We're doing a lot of planes are going to a really high altitude. So that'll be super fun. We also have a giant car show here this weekend. So we'll have 2000 spectators at the same time. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's going to be super fun. And then three weeks later we have nationals. So we're hosting, US, yeah. we're hosting USPA nationals. Uh, so Skydive Midwest is doing the canopy portion or canopy piloting portion of it, the swooping stuff. And then all the other events are going to be here. So most of our September is, is filled with nationals, but yeah. So yeah, we got, so, so, so yeah. you're done for the year you, as the yeah. events manager, <laughs> yeah. you can take it, you can take a load yeah. off now. I right? feel like I've done, I've done like leg one of a triathlon. Like <laughs> I, I've done the swimming portion and that's about it. So, well, uh, the swim's the hardest one for me. So, I mean, it's the easiest one for Oh really? I still have the whole rest of the race to go, baby. Yeah, I'm I'm a runner biker. I I, I fucking hate the swim. Yeah, I love um, but um, but, but yeah, yeah. that's fucking amazing. Good luck to everybody involved in in the world record. Yeah, Obviously, that'll be another we, like it'll be a super another event where it's just 200 of you know my best friends coming from all over the yeah. world. Like, that and I've again, seen. like the most talented skydivers on the yeah. fucking planet, just like yeah. oh hey, let's hang out for a week. Yeah. God, yeah. I can't imagine. Set a world record, no big deal. What, not if, but when they set it, uh-huh. I can only fucking imagine how the party's gonna be. I'm gonna oh, need you to yeah. go. I'm gonna need you to go Facebook Live and include me in that shit. Oh yeah, yeah, I will for sure. Last year, I mean, last year we had the vertical sequential record, and that oh. party, that party was good, and we have three times as many people this yeah. year. So. And then, and then, yeah, nationals. I and I also, I just shout out to Rook and, uh, and Heidi for getting it together on Keith and Megan George from Midwest because. The co-hosting of Nationals this year, that was just such a cool bid to see pop up because like people don't realize how close Midwest and Chicago are, but mm-hmm. you, you guys and them, you guys are two of the most amazing drop zones in the country, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So like seeing great human beings who run two amazingly well-managed and well-developed drop zones come together for an event like this yeah. is just, again, it's all about what this sport's supposed to be about, you know? Yep. Yeah, I think so too. And that, and it's been a you know pleasure working with them. Like Elliot Bird is kind of their event manager right now. So <laughs> yeah, so him and I have been in contact quite a bit for that. So um, yeah, I love I love everybody over there as well. Uh, and it's a really nice drop zone. So it's nice to have a, such a positive relationship with with our neighbors and be able to work with them on something like this. God, you know that I didn't even think of the fact that I didn't see Elliot this year. Um, I was I, I was wearing a bird. A <laughs> I was I was wearing his studio hat like the whole boogie long. Yeah. I never even I was so busy. I never even thought about the fact that I see him. Well, Elliot, Laura, I love you guys. Just you know, as a little shout out, uh, Bird's Eye <laughs> Studios. But well, fuck yeah, Tracy. So you have a busy couple of months going up, coming up. But yeah. you kicked it off with a fucking bang. You guys nailed yeah. Summerfest this year. So yeah. congratulations again to the whole Scott of Chicago team. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that was Tracy with Scott of Chicago talking about a Summerfest recap. Uh, you want the I'm, dates for 2023? Fuck yeah. Case plug, plug that shit. <laughs> uh, July 29th to August 6th. 
So July 29th, August, August 6th. Put it in your calendars, folks. I know that the summer, second I figure out where my summer associate position is going to be, I'm going to be like, I need these. I need this time off. These are the only 10 days off. I'll work a hundred hour a week all summer long, but I need these 10 days off. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'm really hoping this isn't my last summer fest for a couple of years. But... No. Not we'll allowed. See. We'll see. I'm I'll call in sick for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll fly. I'll, I'll take sick one day. Fly in just to be the the, the model for uh yeah for, for paint. paint. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for 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 being on here with us again. Tracy Holman from Scott of Chicago. I am Zedge Mulchardowski, uh, and you have been listening to the Lunatic Fringe Into the Void podcast. Stay tuned for more next week. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. And there you have it. Another episode of Lunatic Fringe Into the Void brought to you as always by, and say it with me, fuck yeah, NZ Aerosports. Head to nzaerosports.com. By Pussfoot. That's right. Head to Pussfoot.com, the extreme sports collective, and check out everything they've got to offer. By SummitParachuteSystems.com. Jarrett Martin and the family cranking out amazing pilot rigs, as well as incredible rigging courses. And now joining the Lunatic team, it's the one and only Tony Suits. You know him, you love him. Head to TonySuit.com. Check out all the amazing standards, as well as the new incredible signature line they've got going on. And as for us, the Lunatic Fringe is now on YouTube. That's right, you're going to have the chance to put faces to the audio by heading to YouTube.com and looking up the Lunatic Fringe Podcast. It's easy. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, check out all the amazing videos from the previous guests that we've had, as well as new and upcoming interviews on video. As always, I am the fucking pilot. Head to thefuckingpilot.net or princesspilot.com. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next time around.